And away we go. It's the dish here, powered by Moonshots MLB. Dan Strafford along with you on this Monday, April 17th, 2023. Some Major League Baseball DFS is in our future. Uh, 7-10 first pitch for main nine-game slate, looking over on DraftKings. Currently sitting in a rain delay, Angels-Red Sox. Angels up 5-1 to one, uh, in the Patriots Day game that was delayed at the start. Shocked that the Angels still went with Otani today. Um, Brian Bayo also kind of thrones the Wolves with awful weather. Uh, downpour here probably about 15, 20 minutes ago. Absolutely crazy uh, with how much rain came through. And for anyone running the marathon, which I have two friends from uh, college who are are doing just that, bless your soul, uh, as they would say in the South, because or bless your heart, I guess I sh- should say. Uh, all is well on the Stratford front. Uh, spring break is upon us. Two oldest are in camp. Youngest is at a friend's house. Uh, so I'm taking my lunch break now to record uh, this video and uh, get back to work shortly. We do have nine games on this slate. We're going to go through our matchups. We also have Vegas open here, so we can skip through the three six forty games. There is a turbo slate for that. And head on over to uh, Moonshots MLB for projections specifically on that. Remember, you can get your uh, account up and running right here. If you're watching on YouTube, 159 for 2023. That's a one-time payment, $29 per month. That is recurring. Uh, so you go May, June, July, August, September. And then you, you factor in April because we're halfway through April. And you're paying more than that 159 Just to point that out, $9 per week. Again, extrapolate that out. You're paying more, $3 for a day pass. That's great. Uh, and I think if you are uh, skeptical, with which, you know, fine, you can be skeptical, uh, skeptical about things, uh, that gives you a chance to check out the website, check out the optimizer, and see what is in store. So a quick look at Vegas here. 7-10 is our first game, and you'll notice there's a half hour between that that start time and the Texas-Kansas City start time. Uh, so that's an 8 over-under as of right now. It opened at 7. Uh, both the Phillies and White Sox have gained half a run there. Rangers and Kansas City, 7.5 over-under. Kansas City at 3.1. Texas at 4.6. Texas offense, not very good with Corey Seager not in it. So we'll have to take a look at some numbers there uh, and see if there's anything to pick at. Diamondbacks and Cardinals, 8.5 over under 4.8 implied for the Cards, 3.9 for Arizona. Uh, Toronto and Houston, 8 over under 8.5 was the open 4.2 for the Blue Jays, 4 for the Houston Astros. We do have a Colorado game on tap. It's Colorado Rockies against the Pittsburgh Pirates. 11.5 is our over under 6.7 for the Rockies, 5.7 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I do want to dive into that game a little bit more than just the, hey, play offense and Coors take that we hear so often. Atlanta and San Diego, 8.5 this game in California, 4.7 implied live total for Atlanta and 4 for the Padres. Max Fried on the mound there. We'll get to pitcher matchups momentarily. Not sure why I'm doing this hand gesture. For anyone watching on YouTube, not really sure what it means. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, sorry, Milwaukee and Seattle, 7.5 over under, opened at 8. We have 4.4 and 3.8 respectively for the two squads. Uh, Chicago Cubs, Oakland A's, 4.4 implied live for Chicago, 3.8 for Oakland uh, eight is our over/under up from seven and a half, and the Mets and the Dodgers. Eight and a half is our over/under, three point nine for the Mets, four point eight for LA. So let's take a look at our matchups dashboard here. 
on MoonshotsMLB.com. Rangers at Royals, Kauffman Stadium, decent temp at 68, 28% relative humidity, wind lightly blowing out to left center field, Jacob deGrom versus Jordan Lyles. We'll check out deGrom's projection shortly. Uh, Diamondbacks and Cardinals, some strong winds blowing out at 14 miles an hour, Merrill Kelly versus Jack Flaherty, Blue Jays at Astros, Kevin Gaussman versus Christian Javier, Pirates and Rockies, 72 degrees, 12% 12% relative humidity. That's Rich Hill versus Kyle Freeland. Cubs and Athletics, this game in Oakland, 20 mile an hour winds uh, projected in this one in Oakland. Have not looked into how much the winds affect Oakland Coliseum, but anything above 15, 18 miles an hour seems worthwhile. Uh, blowing out to right center field, you have Hayden Wesneski versus Kyle Muller. Braves at Padres, 56 degrees, 86% relative humidity. Max Freed, Ryan Weathers. Brewers at Mariners, 48 degrees, 69% chance of rain uh, for Seattle here. Shocking, it's going to rain in Seattle. 71% relative humidity, 13-mile-an-hour winds. Corbin Burns and Chris Flexen. And Mets at Dodgers, uh, that is 57 degrees, 79% relative humidity. David Peterson versus Dustin May. So, Let's dive into some of these numbers quickly here. Uh, On the high end of the strikeout totals, Rangers at 24.2%. That's a matchup uh, that you're probably not going to go to. Jordan Lyles, uh, you have the money line at minus 210 here, according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, Jordan Lyles is not a good pitcher. Jordan Lyles has been five or six Major League Baseball teams, I think, over his career, if I remember correctly. Uh, I know Milwaukee. I know Texas. Oh, they're right here. Baltimore, Kansas City. So five. No, that's four. 14, has he only been in the league that long? All right, feels like that's off, but you can see against lefties, there are major struggles. Against righties, there are major struggles. Doesn't strike out a ton of bats. So even though this Texas Rangers lineup is a little bit weak uh, without Corey Seager, Nathaniel Lowe or Lau, I always get these two mixed up, uh, Adalas Garcia, Josh uh, young or, or young. I need to look up that one too. Let's take a quick, uh, run over to baseball reference. I know you all love doing this with me live as I try to remember how to pronounce players' names. There was Carl Jung, which was a psychologist many years ago. Do we get a pronunciation? It says young. So Josh Young, Josh Young. And then who was the other one that I was just mispronouncing? Not Nathaniel. Nope, not what I want to do. Oh, you get to watch me click terribly on things, too. This information is none better. Uh, so it's Lowe. So it's Nate Lowe and Brandon Lau. See if I remember that next time out. So this 3-4-5 uh, is pretty intriguing to me. Josh Smith, Marcus Semien, all variables here, too, as well. If you want to go to a five-man stack, um, the matchup's juicy. I, I don't love ever playing Jacob DeGrom anymore because I feel like he's just giving up home runs. So again, Vinny uh, Pasquantino, um, MJ Melendez, if we look into DeGrom's numbers, uh, he's up, he's a power pitcher, just like Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. Uh, they do give up home runs. Uh, on the year, has given up just one, does have an ERA of 4.32. Uh, Ks per nine, very, very, very nice to see. Uh, in three games started, 14.58 Ks per nine. Uh, K percentage against lefties, K percentage against righties. It's all there. DeGrom's price point uh, is still reasonable at 10-1. I guess he's going to be a part of a lot of lineup building. I, I Probably a cash game uh, option. Look at the 
Royals, 22.3%. There's only walking 6.6% of the time. ISO 151 on the lower end here against righties. So not breaking any news here, but DeGrom will be popular in this matchup. Diamondbacks and Cardinals, it's Merrill Kelly and Jack Flaherty. Diamondbacks just at 19.2% strikeout rate. Uh, Their projected lineup 2022 through 2023. Uh, That is a matchup against Jack Flaherty. The Cardinals... At 19.7, 3.41 Woba against righties. This Cardinals lineup has been quite dynamic uh, on the year. You do get some salary salary relief if our projected lineup is accurate, where you talk about uh, Alec Burleson, you talk about Lars Newtbar, if in the lineup, Nolan Gorman. Uh, these are pieces that could be moved around a little bit, so you might get uh, some better batting order positions. For the Diamondbacks, Catel Marte, Josh Rojas at the top. These lefty bats. The ISO is creeping towards 200 for Jack Flaherty against lefties uh, over the past year and a half or so. Woba at three, expected Woba at 330. ISO against righties is pretty strong. So I don't know that I'm going to look for the all or nothing power of Guriel or Walker. Uh, but Corbin Carroll is cheap. You know, if he gets on base, there's stolen base opportunities there. Uh, you are going against Contreras. Uh, it's not Yadi Molina back there anymore. I don't know Contreras' stolen base numbers directly in front of me. But So the lefty bats in this Diamondbacks lineup are at least intriguing to start. Uh, Blue Jays and Astros up next. This is Gaussman and Christian Javier. What do we got for a strikeout rate for the Blue Jays so far this year? They're 20.2. So this is, again, 2022-2023. All their numbers are unsurprisingly strong against righties and lefties. Christian Javier, very good K rate against righties. ISO is limited. 9,200, not a great matchup. Is this a leverage spot for Christian Javier? Is this one where Javier will be low-owned against a team that hits well and give you some upside from a strikeout perspective? Let's dive into our Whiffers row Javier listed at 6.7 strikeouts. Line is 6.5, so take note of that. Uh, he's second behind Jacob deGrom at 7.9. Christian Javier is a guy, uh, I, depending on ownership percentages, could be in line to be that pivot off of deGrom at the top to give you potential high end on strikeouts. The, the Blue Jays don't strike out a ton, so this is uh, a risk, obviously, that I don't think anyone doesn't see, uh, but would be something that is at least at least worthwhile, depending on your lineup construction. You're playing multiple lineups, uh, which I typically do not uh, this early in the year. I will end up playing probably 5 to 10 as the season goes on, uh, on any given slate. But I think Javier is, is intriguing to me. I would have to take a look at some early uh, ownership projections to see if it makes uh, any sense to actually get uh, to Javier. On the other side, Kevin Gaussman at 10-2. He's had some very solid numbers. You look across the board here. I'm highlighting on my screen, but it's uh, 26.6K percentage against righties. Uh, in 82 innings pitched, it's 29.9%. Sorry, against lefties, 29.9% against righties. A walk rate is low. ISO is low. So Gaussman's been getting it done. He's one of those names that from his Orioles days, I, I never really trusted. But he has had a really strong run last season with the Blue Jays, sported a 3.35 ERA, just 15 home runs on the year. He's given up two home runs so far. 
K per nine of 11.25 across three starts. He's one and one. Again, take wins with a grain of salt, wins and losses. But his numbers are really solid. Total K minus walk of, what are we at, 24.7. I don't like Gaussman here. I think this matchup with a very powerful Astros team is not somewhere I'd want to go. The Blue Jays are favored slightly. Let's see what we got on our matchup uh, dashboard. Blue Jays minus 120. Right? Yeah. Astros plus 100. Close to a pick'em. Close. Not exactly a pick'em, but close. Uh, Pirates at Rockies. So this is a game I just want to highlight because I think it's fascinating. So it is a gigantic over-under. Uh, minus one. Um, minus 140 for the Rockies, plus 120 for the Pirates. Rich Hill is 77 years old, and uh, he's turning into Jamie Moyer before our eyes. But um, he's given up six home runs already on the year. Has eight strikeouts, four walks. This is in three starts. He has two losses. I, I You got to love the Rockies here. Um, where did the Rockies game go? Why isn't it now? Oh, there it is. Sorry. Uh, so Rich Hill against the Rockies. Uh Against lefties, an ISO of 83.083. Fine. Uh, K percent of 22.8%. But against righties, 214 ISO, 19.3% K percentage. Chris Bryant, CJ Crone, Elias Diaz. Even you get down to Daza and Montero and all these bats are, are options. Uh, Profar at the top. I will always go back to um, Charlie Blackman in his career. I've talked about this, I think, for 10 years now. (coughs) Excuse me. I have the heat on in my garage still. It's space heater, so it dries out the vocal cords. But Charlie Blackman, against lefties in his career, has always, until recent years, so I'm going to acknowledge that, had very good numbers in the power department. They've been somewhat surprising, to be honest. Uh, as it as it were over the course of his career, Charlie Blackman's also 36. He's seen a decline in his skill set over the past few years. Um, you know, just 16 home runs last year. Go back to 2019, 32 home runs. You know, potential MVP candidate back in in the early mid sorry the mid 2010s, the the teens and the 20s there. But if I'm stacking Colorado, I'm not avoiding Charlie Blackman. I'm not saying, oh, lefty numbers aren't good enough and, and Rachel suppresses uh, power. I'll take the the two, three, four, five here without even batting an eye. Diaz is just 3,700. Uh, Blackman's 4,100, so it's not like you're spending up to get him. Uh, on the other side, though, and this is this is why I wanted to talk about this game, is Kyle effing Freeland. Um, look at these numbers. 2-0. Giving up two home runs, 11 strikeouts, five walks, nothing great there. But K per nine, not there. But he has a .96 ERA. What's happening? What's actually going on? And if you look at it, um, uh, that's 20, I think I have to scroll down. Yeah, 2023 here. This was at, this was at home. He put up 25.4 DraftKings points against the Nationals. I know the Nationals ha- don't have the most potent offense. And then put up 14.7 against the Cardinals. And that's where he gave up the two home runs. Went six innings, two runs, both of them earned, six hits, two walks, five strikeouts. I'm not, I'm not keen on playing too many, too many uh, Pirates here. 
yeah, you know, they're they're pieces of it are, are cheap enough. We got Hayes at the top, thirty eight hundred. Connor Joe at thirty five hundred. Carlos Santana is thirty four hundred. So price point wise, they'll probably find your their way into uh, your optimized lineups uh, simply because of the the way the optimizer will gauge the projection and the price point and and. But Freeland's been pretty good. Um, I haven't dug deep into any of his underlying stats. You know, his pitch mix. He's sitting high 80s, low 90s. I don't know if it's just that his, his uh, accuracy has been great, but you know, ISO definitely, his fastball gets hit over the, you know, what, three games to start the year. But uh, either way, Kyle Freeland has surprised me. I don't think it's going to last. I don't think he's going to have a sub-1 ERA. I know, again, breaking news there, but I do find it fascinating that he's had such a strong track record to start the year uh, as we uh, continue on here. Uh, Cubs at Athletics. It's Wesneski versus Kyle Muller. Uh, Cubs are minus 135 on the road here. The Athletics lineup just sucks. Um, sorry to any A's fans out there, but... Uh, Middle of the pack when it comes to K percentage, low on the walk percentage, a Wobo of just 286 against righties, 146 ISO. It's just a bad team. It's a bad, bad lineup. Uh, so Wisniewski here, who was pretty popular in spring training, made his way up uh, a lot of draft boards. Uh, Cubs are at 4.4, Oakland at 3.8. Wisniewski is what, 30, uh, 7,100? Is that right? Try to find his price point. Here we go. Scroll, scroll. Rangers, Royals, Diamondbacks, Blue Jays, Astros, Pirates, Rockies. Nope, up next. Uh, Wisniewski, 6,300. He doesn't strike out a ton. Can recognize that. Okay, percentage right around 22%. Walk rate higher against righties, not surprising. Woba, 325. ISO's pretty low. So Wisniewski in a pitcher's park. Oakland Coliseum, plenty of foul ground. You pick up some extra outs with foul outs and and the like. Uh, seems like a viable play here. Again, we look at the weather. Um, I have not dug into how much the weather plays a part in Oakland. Um, where's that dashboard? There it is. But again, 20 mile an hour winds out to right center field. Not ideal. Uh, Kyle Muller on the other side. Uh, the Cubs on the year, 23.1% K percentage against lefties. Uh, not a ton of power. Uh, Muller. Let's dive in a little bit deeper here as I pull up his player page. Walks are a, a problem so far this year. K percentage is about seven. Whew. Uh, Kyle Muller is not someone I will be looking at tonight, so take that uh, as quick back of the envelope math. Braves at Padres. It's Ryan Weathers against Max Freed. Freed is just 8,100. In this matchup here, uh, where the Braves are minus 145. Obviously, the Padres have a ton of power in their lineup. They do not strike out against left-handed pitchers. 17.3%. They walk 10.1% of the time. You're talking about Machado and Bogarts and Juan Soto. All of these great hitters uh, in this lineup. Looks like we already have a Kansas City Royals lineup. We'll see if DeGrom's uh, projection changes at all there. But... Bogarts, Machado, Soto hits well against lefties. Nelson Cruz. Um, so while Max Fried does a good job against lefties and righties, keeps the ball in the park, uh, doesn't walk anybody, I don't like him even at 8,100. 
I it's just this lineup scares the crap out of me. I think there's so much power in this lineup, so much patience in this lineup uh, that Freed's not going to give you that upside on a game like this. At 8100, I can understand projecting him to 15, 17 points maybe. Let's see what uh, Max Freed is at 14. 14.5 uh, DraftKings points thus far. I get it. Uh, I will not be playing Max Freed. Right now, as we go through this, my sort of first look, it's going to be Christian Javier. And it might be Wisniewski in, in tournaments if I'm trying to get some extra savings. Not a ton of strikeouts there for Wisniewski, but cheap price point. Give me 12 points. Give me 14 points. I'll be happy. Brewers at Mariners. This is Chris Flexen versus Corbin Burns. Burns, very strong numbers against uh, righties and lefties alike. ISO is low. Uh, this is a very potent offense for Seattle. Uh, though tonight projected 3.8, or that's what the implied uh, live run total is, 7.5 over under. Corbin Burns has struggled a little bit on the season. Uh, let's dive in here quickly. You, know, you see two home runs, 14 strikeouts, five walks. Walks per nine, elevated a little bit, and you're going to see that across everybody. Uh, 14 strikeouts, as I said, across 17.1 innings. He's 1-1. One one. Again, take that for uh, with a grain of salt. But all the peripheral numbers look pretty good. The ERA at 5.19, I haven't dug into. But if you look across the last year and a half, looks fine. Let's see what we got. These are our charts. Uh, here we go. Uh, here it starts. Okay. Against the Diamondbacks, big bounce back last time out. Starting the season against the Cubbies did not look great. Walks were a problem. Against the Mets, struggled as well. Uh, Diamondbacks went out and did his work. Eight strikeouts, just three hits. Went eight innings. Only 89 pitches. So you have to like that Burns righted the ship last time out. Uh, we look at our dashboard here for the Mariners. And they're our fourth highest K percentage against the handedness uh, that they're facing. 179 ISO. 22.6 uh, is that strikeout percentage. Corbin Burns is 8,800. So Burns enters the chat for me. Uh, Burns is somebody... Uh, with Wisniewski and Javier and DeGrom. So those are four pitchers so far that I'm interested in. Mets, Dodgers, Dustin May against David Peterson. Uh, May up at 8,400. David Peterson at 6,800. That's a cheap enough price point for a pitcher that does have strikeout ability, strikeout stuff, quote unquote, as I'm making awful uh, air quotes here on the YouTube video. But this is just not a team that I want to I want to I want to run a, uh, a young pitcher out against. Um, even with some pieces missing, uh, Dodgers team is just really good. Um, against lefties, you have an ISO of 295 for Mookie Betts. Oh, oh <laughs> that's absurd. Um, on the other side, Dustin May, I've talked about him a few times out, is somebody that I loved coming into the year. Not striking out righties as well as you may have assumed coming into the major leagues, but he's reduced power, 
Um, he's 8,400 as well. That's too close to Corbin Burns for me. I'd rather go Burns even against the Mariners who have shown some pop on the season. Um, Jared Klenick still just, uh, I think I'm mispronouncing his name as well. Let's see. Quick, quick to baseball reference. Kilnick, Jared Kilnick. Uh, Jared Kilnick uh, has shown some pop on the year with an ISO of 243 uh, against right-handed pitchers. Yeah, I still like Burns over Dustin May, just back of the envelope with the uh, the walk troubles we've seen from May and the, the low strikeout totals against right-handed batters. We're going to see Starlin Marte. We'll see Pete Alonzo. We might see Mark Canna. Um, so I think that that would keep me away from May. There are no Mets bats that I think are pri- mispriced in any way uh, that would intrigue me. What's the Mets total again? 3.9. It's just not an offense that I'm, I'm interested in. Dodgers, I can always pull pieces from uh, in this lefty matchup. Betts, Will Smith, J.D. Martinez, all viable uh, as one-offs, I think, as we think about stacking uh, the Rockies or, or other pieces um, as we go through. Well, I just edited something out of this podcast because I completely did not recognize that the Phillies and White Sox were postponed, and so I went talking through everything and wondered why there weren't projections for them. But you, you get back two minutes. You don't have to listen to me talk about uh, Bryson Stott or Zach Wheeler, uh, though when Wheeler does make the start, I like him a lot in the matchup uh, for the Phillies, and I, I think the Phillies stack will be a big one against Lance Lynn, who is a gamer. He's a tough guy. He'll go out there and, and grab his junk after a strikeout, but uh, I don't think this is a great matchup for him, even though Philly has struggled uh, to get everything going in the right direction to start the year. So if we take a quick look at projections, there they are. Uh, Christian Javier is projected well, so I like that a lot, that that's falling in line with my quick analysis at, at first look. Uh, DeGrom is up there as well. Corbin Burns is our th- third highest projected pitcher. And then you make your way through. Jordan Lyles doesn't have the worst projection at his price point, but I do expect the Rangers to have some offense there as I talk through. Top stacks. If we look at the top three-man stacks, Mariners are number one here. So we're, we both have a... This It's going to be interesting to see how this breaks down. Corbin Burns listed 16.88, but the Blue Jays... Uh, sorry, the Mariners stack is our highest rated stack, three-man stack, and four-man stack, and overall projection. So we're going to have to see, you know, rock and a hard place there, which breaks out. I go Corbin Burns over the Mariners stack. Pirates are up there. Rockies are middle of the pack when it looks to overall. Three-man stack, they move up a little bit, but you have the Cubbies, the Mariners, the Brewers, and the Dodgers as your top stacks. Braves, Astros mix in there. Interesting to see the top-rated expected home run output so far today on projections is Cal Rowley. All right, well, not something I would have picked out just by doing some back-of-the-envelope first-glance analysis here, but still, uh, I do like it. So, Christian Javier, Corbin Burns, maybe some Hayden Wisniewski if I'm trying to get cheap, Jacob DeGrom in the mix as well, and then talking about stacks, I think it's going to be the Rockies. I think it's going to be... Pieces from the Cardinals, perhaps, against Merrill Kelly. I like Padres one-offs as potential uh, against Max Fried at low ownership. I 
the Cubs are surprising me. So they have they have Muller. They're projecting pretty well. Wisdom's been really good of late. You have Swanson. You have a bunch of righties here. And Muller's numbers are limited to project against, so maybe the Cubs just getting a bounce there. And then the Rangers. I, I do think, I know Jordan Lyles projected somewhat well, but I do like the, the Rangers, uh, Nathaniel Lowe, uh, Josh Young, all potential. They do strike out, but I, I think balls in play, they're going to have uh, some fun tonight in this matchup. So that will do it for this podcast. As always, uh, let me know if what I am doing uh, is benefiting you in any way. Uh, if it's not, I will try to switch it up and uh, do something different. So uh, until next time, you've been listening to The Dish.